even a snack. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rio. And we're the Gala Sisters. We're actually Irish twins. Yeah, which means we're 15 months apart or less. You may know us from YouTube as the Gala Sisters. However, we're going to do things a little more casually around here. And we also want to put in a disclaimer at this point in time saying that these opinions on this podcast express only our own. They do not associate or reflect anyone that we're friends with or any groups that we associate with or anyone that we like or anything at all. They are just ours. And please be aware that there is going to be some adult content on here. If you have delicate ears, then this may not be the podcast for you. Also, please be forewarned that there are going to be a lot of spoilers in this podcast and if you have not seen the show that we're talking about then I would suggest going back and watching it and then coming back to this podcast and listening or if you don't mind getting spoilers and you want to watch it or you want you want to listen to it and you want to go back and watch the show later that's also totally fine I mean you do you but just consider yourself warned and informed so with that, we'll take a look at the, at the Glee Curse. So Glee aired from May 19, 2009 to March 20th, 2015 with 121 total episodes. And the show was riddled with disaster. Not just in the actual show, but behind the scenes as well. There was a lot of things going on. You may say to yourself, well, I've only heard about a couple of things, but we promise you there's a lot of things that happened that you don't know about. And is the Glee curse real? We're not sure. And we're going to leave that up to you, the listeners, to decide. All we can do is present you with the facts. And we've got quite a few. And we think there's some pretty damning evidence, but we don't know if we believe in curses or not. So we're going to start with the most famous part of the Glee curse. That if you are associated with Glee at all, if you've seen it, you will know exactly what we're talking about. We are going to start with the tragic life and death of Corey Monteith, who played Finn Hudson. He was born on May 11th, 1982, so he's not that much, or he was, sadly, not that much older than Rhea and I, because I'm 35 and she's 36, as we're or recording this. Sorry, YouTuber here, I'm used to saying filming and watching. So he tragically died on July 13 in 2013. And this was a long time coming. Well, yeah, I mean, he'd been using since he was like 13 years old. Oh. Young to start. So the backstory goes like this. He was clean for a while. And he was on the set of Glee. And uh, Ryan Murphy, Ian Brennan, and Brad Fulchuk who were who were 
the um, season or the showrunners at the time wrote him out for a few episodes to go get help. And you could see some of the frustration between him and the, his co-stars as they begged him to get help and were trying to save his life. You saw it in particular play out with Will Schuster. Mr. Shu, Yeah, who was played by Matthew Morrison. And the, the weird thing about that was Corey Monteith, Finn Hudson, had kissed Will Schuster's girlfriend. And what was so odd about that was Corey Monteith was actually dating another co-star at the time named Leah Michelle, who played Rachel Berry, and Matthew Morrison had also dated Leah Michelle in the past. So I really think that their tension, I mean, they got into like some scuffles and were in each other's faces and it felt it felt so real. It felt raw. Now on uh, July 13th, 2013, um, Corey Von Teeth was sadly found dead in a hotel room in Canada. Uh, his official cause of death was a combination of alcohol and heroin. Overdose. Yeah, an overdose. And overdoses are bad. If you guys like, we can refer you to Jessica Kent's channel for more information about, YouTube channel for more information about um, mm -hmm. substance abuse. So, Ryan Murphy gave Leah Michelle the choice on whether to continue with Glee after her boyfriend or fiance or whatever he was now here's died. The, now here's the thing. She was she couldn't go anywhere without being bombarded by the paparazzi and she was hiding at people's houses because mm -hmm. she just wanted to be alone. Well she chose to continue the show and they had this beautiful episode called The Quarterback because Finn Hudson was the beloved quarterback that everyone was a fan of and everybody liked. And then Leah Michelle was kind of his bitchy girlfriend. And uh, that aired on October 10th, 2013, which is a date that if you follow our YouTube channel, you know that that was my birthday. And there's this beautiful scene in this episode where the entire cast is sitting in front of the big screen and they're watching an in-memoriam of... Finn Hudson slash Corey Monteith and they're hugging each other you know they're crying and they're looking up at this screen and it I mean it was heartbreaking and we cried with them mm -hmm. um, it was it's just so sad when people pass away too young and especially from addiction I mean it is just sad there's a beautiful scene in that episode too where like Glee Club, which is the choir, was sitting around and they were getting to stand up and express their their feelings through song. Mm -hmm. That was very, very beautiful. Oh, yes. I think that was one of the most beautiful parts of that whole episode, actually. So that's a pretty good segue into the curse or drama around Leah Michelle, who played Rachel Berry. Now... We know that she probably was engaged to Corey Monteith. I mean, we're not 100% certain, but we think that that's the case. And that's the story that she, as she tells it. Um, she may even have been pregnant at some point. There's rumors. If rumors. You, we don't you, know for sure. We don't know. I mean, we don't know if she... And we're not going to ask her. Because that's rude. Please don't ask her that. But uh, there was this girl added in the sixth season, which um, she went to the all-boys school, which was known as the Warblers, which were... The um, 
rival the rivalry of that glee club. And um, there's a woman, girl by the name of Samantha Ware who played uh, Jane Hayward in the sixth season. She was in like five or six episodes. She wasn't in very many. And she had, Leah Michelle had written something about Black Lives Matter or something last year. It was mm. something like In 2020. In 2020. I can't remember exactly what it was. And uh, Samantha Ware actually had the courage and guts to say, well, you're not actually um, for Black Lives Matter because you told me a long time ago in 2013 that, about you'll be shit, you, I would shit in your wig. Yeah. Honey, that was how many years ago? Why are you bringing it up now? And that's not the correct way to go about it. No. I mean, we don't know what kind of trauma Leah Michelle went through. She could have gone through anything. Things that we will never know the extent of what or how she felt. Because we can't know that. I mean, she obviously, I'm sure she was in pain. And I don't condone that type of behavior. No, you no. should never threaten anyone or speak to someone like that. But when people are hurting, they do lash out at other people, and it sounds like she could have used some love. And before we even knew that there was bad blood between these two, we didn't like Jane, Jane Hayward on Glee. We're like, it's unnecessary. Why is she here? This is just kind of a dumb thing. She's not that great of a singer. We were not that impressed by her, and we had no idea what was going on. We yeah. just weren't. She seemed kind of desperate, and we just we didn't really like her. But then, you know, Heather Morris, who played Brittany on Brittany on Glee, had claimed that you know she was just as rude to her. And then Liam Shell was also another Ryan Murphy show entitled Scream Queens, where Abigail Breslin said similar things. Yeah. So, and she didn't get along with people. She just didn't, and, and we don't know why. We don't really know why. But I don't know what it is with girls and going and just shouting their grievances, you know, a decade later on social media, you know, making medium posts or calling people on social media, on Twitter. Or and going to their blog. Like, what? Why? Why are you doing that? And if, if you want to hear more about what we're talking about, especially in regards to, like, Me Too movement, then go to our YouTube channel, The Gala Sisters. We'll talk about that there. But... I, I, I feel bad for Leah Michelle because she's gone through so much, and I, I don't support the negative behavior, but she hadn't been getting very many opportunities after this, and she lost her job with HelloFresh as a representative for HelloFresh, and that was a result of allegations. Nobody should ever do that. Investigations, then we do everything. Of course, and Amber Riley, who was on Glee as well, she had um, some things to say. She was approached about it, and what she had to say was just kind of bewildering, I guess, if you want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, so we'll read exactly what Amber Riley said about Leah Michelle. I wish Leah Michelle well. I hope that she has an amazing pregnancy. I hope that she has grown. That statement she put out, I didn't read it because I told y'all I don't give a shit about it. She reached out to me. I responded to her, and that's where it ends for me. I ain't talked to that girl in two years. I don't know what's in her heart, but I don't think she's racist. She's just a bitch. There's a raging bitch, and there's being racist. Those are two very different things. And sometimes alpha girls, alpha women, don't get along, and there isn't a good explanation as to why. It doesn't mean that they're racist. It just means they just 
don't get along for some reason. And I really respect Amber Riley, who I think is extremely talented. Some and of her like solo stuff is actually really good. Oh, I go th- we go through and we listen to some of the old Glee soundtracks on iTunes, and I get caught up on Amber Riley's songs, and I listen to them twice. I love her. Yeah, so there's this beautiful scene where she's where Leah Michelle is at the the Teen Choice Awards, and, and it was very soon after uh, Corey's death, and she wore the Corey necklace, just like she wore the Finn necklace in the show. She also wore one that said Corey around mm-hmm. it. I just remember that, like, it's very stamped in my mind, and I made the comparison. It was, she, I mean, she's sobbing. She's openly sobbing, and she's suddenly along the lines, we're going to get through this together, which is what you always should tell someone when they're in the moment of crisis. And she said, I don't think any of you loved him quite like I did, but I really did love him. And she's crying. And she just, she wishes he was there. And that had to have been so hard and so courageous for her to get up and even talk like that. Mm, I agree. Because she's just so, that just took a lot of courage. And, you know, whether she ever got over his death or not, I don't think so. She moved on and she's, you know, married, but, and she has a kid. It's like Amber Riley said, we don't know what's in her heart. We never will know. But I would imagine that she still misses him every day. I'm sure she does. I mean, that was, she's probably still a little freaked out. Yeah. Uh, She probably always will be. Mm-hmm. Then we come to another death of another uh, cast member. This one is not as well known. I remember going through Glee like YouTube videos and people be like, "Well, what about this person?" And like, that was totally normal. It was all fine. Oh, it's all fine for that person. No, it's not. Nope. <laughs> no. The person I'm talking about is Mark Salling or Sailing. I can't find a pronunciation of his last name. Neither can she, can she can Rachel. We've looked everywhere, mm. and it's just not there. And unfortunately. Uh, Mark Salling, uh, he played Noah Puck Puckerman. He tragically died on January 30th, 2018. And this was after he was caught with child pornography. There were 50,000 plus something. That is a lot. And, you know, bear in mind, this guy was a Christian singer. Like, he was not a, you know, like a, that seems kind of weird for, like, a Christian singer. When he has that much, it says to me that he was probably involved in the distribution of it. Yeah. And he hung himself by a body of water in California mm-hmm. to avoid sentencing. Yeah, and um, his character, Noah Puck, Puckerman, they call him Puck on the show. He was that bad boy, that badass that people loved and they hated at the same time. But he was just so charming that he would just suck you back in. But he's always getting into trouble, skipping school, dumping people into dumpsters. And he even, you know, had a baby out of wedlock while in high school. And he... He was just always running around acting crazy, and at one point, they weren't even sure if he was going to finish high school, and they had to rally behind him and convince him to do it, and again, I felt almost like he was playing a version of himself, and he really liked his character. Great singer, great performer, had a lot going for him. Not sure why he threw it away. Well, no. Uh, he had dated fellow castmate Naya Rivera, more on Naya Rivera in a few minutes. For three years. For three years. Uh, I'm not sure if they met on the cast of Glee or, or what. I, I really don't know, and I'm not going to ask. 
And um, he, because of all this allegations that were against him and the sentencing that was happening, um, he lost out on a role in a film called God and Secrets. Mm-hmm. So obviously he just didn't care. I don't know. I find it extra disturbing that he was a Christian singer because, I mean, aren't, aren't you supposed to be a little more wholesome? Like, put thoughts on that on our YouTube channel, I guess. <laughs> well, that brings us to Naya Rivera, who played Santana Lopez. Yes, and she wound up as the lesbian married to um, Heather Morris's character, Brittany, in a beautiful double wedding with Chris Colfer's character, uh, Kurt, and Darren Chris's character, Blaine. Mm-hmm. And she died last year. And it, I think that her death is the saddest death. And, I mean, I don't want to discredit what happened with Corey Monteith, but I think that hers was more sad because her son witnessed it. So she went out on a boat on Lake Piru. With her son alone at night. That's odd, but more on that later. And they were swimming, and they got caught up in a current in the lake. And she managed to hoist her son, uh, Josie. Josie Hollis Dorsey. Back onto the boat so that he was safe. And the last thing he saw was he turned around and he saw his mother dipping below the waves. And that was the last he saw of her. And it... He was just out there on the boat for a while until they found the boat. I think like a jet skier or something might have found mm-hmm. him. I, I think that that's one of the versions I've heard. But they didn't know if she was dead. They searched everywhere. They were diving and they were, you know, going into cabins nearby. And they were make, they were like looking for her and looking for her and looking for her. And they were like, okay, she must have actually drowned. And eventually they said that this is a recovery. And they immediately ruled out murder. I'm not really sure why. They must have known something that they weren't telling us. Uh, but And they're like, don't get your hopes up that we're going to find the body because the water is so murky. And everyone was crying on Twitter and social media saying, find Naya, please just find her, find her. So they, they, there was actually this beautiful moment that happened. Um, the cast went down to the lake to pray to whatever they pray to or have a vigil and, you know, pray to Corey Monteith's spirit to help them find her. And it was a perfect reenactment of the scene in the quarterback where they were looking up at the screen with the in memoriam of uh, Finn Hudson. And it was just gut-wrenching. It was be- It was beautiful. But... Beautiful in a way that makes you ball. And sure enough, after they did that, they did find Naya Rivera on July 13th, 2020. Six years after Corey, exact to the date after Corey Monteith died. On the anniversary of Corey Monteith's death. So it looks like their prayers to Corey, to whoever, it worked. But then we gotta talk. We would. Where would we be if we didn't say that people were tweeting Leah Michelle saying, "Oh well, we wish it was you that died. You should. It should have been you." Um, that is, she deleted her Twitter, and that was wrong. Anybody who said that, who might be listening to this, should say, "I'm sorry, Leah. I'm sorry." 
I completely agree with you, sissy. And if you want to go check in on Leah Michelle now and see beautiful pictures of her wonderful baby and congratulate her, I'm not sure if she has comments turned on, but you could go see her pictures on Instagram. And we would like to wish Leah Michelle a congratulations on her baby. And we're so his happy for her. His name is Ever Leo Wright, R-E-I-C-H, -E Wright. Mm. Now, Josie doesn't have a mom anymore. And Ryan, which we'll get to in a second, is has to raise them all on his own. Now, Naya and Ryan, Naya had date has dated the likes of, you know, David uh, Spade, Taj Maori, who is, yes, the Maori, the Maori twins, uh, younger brother, who's probably most famous for being on Full House. That's probably where he got his start. I just know that. That's not something I need to even look up. At one point, her ex-husband, Ryan Dorsey, had um, filed some kind of domestic violence charges against her, which... I know very little about, um, I know that he subsequently dropped the charges and then they filed for divorce a few days later. So something strange is going on. Oh, something strange was going on. First became aware of, you know, kind of like she got back on our radar again. We recognized her, but we couldn't figure out from where. And um, Naya Rivera was in the movie, it was like a Crackle original and had like David Spade and Leah Remini. Just a bunch of these like B cast people. And I... Along with her, I actually really like it. And yeah, we like mad families. It's just kind of silly. It is silly. <laughs> and Naya Rivera did not get along with Leah Michelle at all. I know, shocking, right? Leah Michelle didn't get along with somebody else. And Ryan Murphy had actually considered <laughs> making a season of feud about their rivalry. Yeah, season one was uh, Crawford v. Dav uh, Davis. Season two would have been Prince Charles versus. Uh, Princess Diana in season three would have been Naya Rivera versus Liam Michelle. So that just shows you how bad it was, and I'm sure Ryan Murphy knows a lot more about that than we would. Now they had said something like long lines of Ryan Murphy was going to establish a college fund for her son. I don't know whatever happened with that. Give him time, because Ryan Murphy unfortunately did not escape the Gleekers either. No, he did not. Ryan Murphy's son Ford, who he is married to their man, uh, David Miller, who was a photographer. And, he, and they had a son by the name of Ford. And Ford has had cancer since about the day he was born. Has had sports where he hasn't had cancer. And if that's not the glee curse at work, I don't know what is. No. And he's not the only producer slash director to be hit by that. Um, Brad Fulchik actually met his wife on set, who we often know as Goop, Gwyneth Paltrow. And she has been through a lot. People just don't like her. They make fun of her. They ridicule her. And I think that people are a little too hard on her. We even have a YouTuber that we know who called her out and just ripped her to shreds over wearing a mask on a plane or something like that. Right when COVID, like, first People are like, you're showing your uh, class that you're better than us by wearing a mask. Oh, my God. I mean, it's... Uh, she she's very talented. She was great on Glee. I was very impressed with her. I I don't follow her blog or anything because that just doesn't pique my interest. But it's not because I don't like her. Then we move on to Matthew Morrison, who played Will Schuster, uh, Mr. Shoe, mm -hmm. and he is extremely talented. Probably one of the, the most talented uh, singers and dancers. I would put him up there with JT, and he has done. 
little to nothing. Basically ended. Yeah, he was on like one season of American Horror Story. He played like the the eighties guy. I don't remember his name? Trevor played Trevor on American Horror Story nineteen eighty four. He wore like the big mustache and he had like the gold shorts. It was kind of funny. <laughs> he did. He really did a great job. I mean, I like the character. He's done a few things on the Disney Channel, but nothing big. No. He goes live on Instagram with his wife every once in a while. Yeah, I which mean, is cool, I guess. That's cool, but what what has he really done? I mean, he was a very talented Broadway actor, and I I don't. What is he doing today? I don't even know. <laughs> the glee curse at work. Then we come to Melissa Benoist and Blake Jenner. Melissa Benoist played uh, Marley Rose, but I think a lot of you might actually know Melissa Benoist better as the lead in Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Blake Jenner played Ryder Lynn, a bad boy jerk, and they had a relationship, and they subsequently got married. Mm-hmm. And it went downhill from there. And it went downhill from there. So basically, when everybody would ask Blake Jenner, excuse me, how long have you and and Melissa Benoist been married? Uh, We've been married longer than anybody anybody knows. And I'm like, okay, what what does that actually mean? Why are you keeping that hidden? Is that like a a secret that you like? That was the part that I never fully understood. Did you? Yeah, that's odd. And it's like, they were like, we don't want to know when we were married. Uh, They are no longer together. No. Uh, They split in 2017. But during the time that she was um, in a relationship with Blake Jenner, she would go on talk shows and they'd be like, hey, how did you get that bruise? Oh, I fell on the stairs. I tripped over the dock. I fell into a door. I tripped into the wall. I, you know, I constantly, constantly, constantly tripped into the, fell into a wall, blah, 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 bling, 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 blah. And then there was a situation where a cell phone was tossed by him. And it subsequently knocked her into, in her face. And her, I think her eye had permanent damage. I mean, she's blind in it now. And, um, I mean, it was, it was bad. Like, it was one of those situations where she can't see out of one of her eyes. I don't know which eye it is. She's never revealed it. I'm not no. asking her if that's very rude. Um, but she, whenever he would beat her, he would put her in the bathtub. And he would try to wash away all the blood and anguish. And that's the one blood and anguish that he could never wash away. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, his character he played on Glee was just such a sleazeball, and, I mean, he did a good job with it, but, I mean, he was one of those characters that you were not supposed to like, and he did a great job convincing us not to like him. So, last year, in about October, their feud bubbled to the surface, and it exploded, even though they'd been divorced for three years. But I guess that's how these things happen now. We wait several years and we stew in it. And then we start yelling about it on social media and talking about it. Well, he felt the need to make this massively long public statement on it. I wouldn't even call it apology because it's not an apology. I've read the whole thing and so has Rhea. And we're going to read an excerpt from it. For you today, we are not going to read the whole thing because it is six pages long. If you want to go see it, you can go look at his Instagram. It's it's there, and it's like the second post in there because he never uses Instagram. So, he says, and I quote, 
I take full responsibility and accountability for the hurt that I inflicted during my relationship with my past partner. Emotionally, mentally, and yes, physically. Two years prior to the end of our relationship, there was a time where my past partner and I were in an argument that escalated and in a moment of frustration, while I was standing in the hallway and she was in our bedroom, I threw my phone aimlessly and it hit my former partner in her face. I froze in a state of shock and horror as my then partner screamed in anguish, her eye immediately swollen shut from the impact of the phone. It's a moment that I will regret for the rest of my life. I bet he does. She sat there crying, and I can only imagine the pain, fear, and shame she must have felt in that moment. If I could do anything to take it back, I would. I. Mm -hmm. However, as hard as it has been to come to terms with it, and as hard as it is for me to even describe that moment in detail now, whatever the intention may have been, I am responsible for the pain that I caused her in that moment and beyond. And it is something I am still working on forgiving myself for. Without absolving myself of any responsibility, it is important to understand that there was mental, emotional, and physical abuse inflicted from both ends. As a result, my former partner, notice he doesn't name her, and I began to see a therapist together, but despite numerous attempts to work our issues out, we would find ourselves stuck in this toxic cycle that our relationship became. I have thought long and hard about whether or not to speak about the pain that was inflicted onto me throughout the course of this relationship by my former partner, and I have come to the conclusion that yes, it is important for me to do so. Wow! Gaslight much? <laughs> and... If any of you have ever been in an abusive relationship, you probably hear everything in here that is wrong. He says, me, 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 me. It's all about my pain. Yes, I'll acknowledge her pain, but my pain was worse. He threw a phone at her, and that could have, like, that inflicted permanent damage. Oh, well, she was in the other room, and I threw it, and it was aimlessly thrown. Okay, well, I when I get angry, I don't throw phones aimlessly, first of all, and you'd have to throw it pretty hard to do that much damage. Yeah. I mean, it's just silly. If she hadn't made me so angry and made it such a toxic relationship, I wouldn't have thrown the phone, and then she wouldn't have been blinded, and so therefore, it's her fault. Because you know it's never mine. Mm -hmm. But we got to talk about one more little tiny detail. Jane Lynch yes. played Sue Sylvester. And there was a lady who played her attorney who has been in the news a lot in 2021. A woman by the name of Gloria Allred, the master of the press conference, notorious feminist ambulance chaser. Mm -hmm. And her life has not been great since then either. No, she's stuck representing people who are not going anywhere. <laughs> if you want to know what we're talking about, head over to the Gallus Sisters on YouTube. Because that's where a lot of this is going to be. I mean, there have been other things, too. Like, there were the girls' nudes that were leaked. But, you know, nudes get leaked all the time. And we could do a whole episode on nudes being leaked if you guys really want us to. I'm sure we could find some great ones for you. Actually, I could think of a few. But that's, that's really about it. But... When we examine Glee, we have three deaths, a domestic violence permanent injury, somebody calling someone names and not getting along with other cast members. Um, we have 
a man who cannot get a job to save his life. We have someone, an attorney who can't figure it out. I think Darren Chris has gone on to do some pretty cool things. Yeah. Um, through Ryan Murphy. Well, yeah, but Ryan Murphy also. In Versace. Was it was, that was really good. That was really, really good. But there's just not, a lot of people just didn't redeem themselves. And look, Chris, Chris Colfer writes children's books now. And, you know, they didn't get along either. I mean, no. for years you heard this rumors of, oh, there's going to be a spinoff about Chris and Blaine. Well, Maybe. it's been uh, like almost seven years now. Still waiting. So, no, that's probably never going to happen. Yeah. And um, that, that they didn't get along. And Ryan Murphy did eventually ban intercast dating because there was just so much anxiety and animosity between these people. Yeah, there was egregious animus, definitely, between the staff. That was bad. And this whole situation is just weird and strange. And so many things that happened in this show. And not unlike Poltergeist. And I'm sure that if you guys are interested, we could probably do a whole series on cursed TV shows and movies and anything else you guys want to talk about. We wish we could say that curses like this scare us, but they don't. I don't really know why. They're fascinating. I just find them interesting. And when you're interested in something, you're going to want to do a podcast about it. So what do you guys think? Do you think that the Glee curse is real after hearing all of this information? Let us know. So guys, there's nothing more to talk about because there, there, we ran out of material. Mm -hmm. So we're going to in the podcast here because that's all I have left to talk about if you guys uh, like this podcast please subscribe to it please remember that we post pod post podcasts every Tuesday on Monday Wednesday Thursday Friday you can find us over on our YouTube channel at the Gala Sisters you can find us on Twitter at the Gala Sisters you can find us on Facebook at the Gala Sisters you can find us on Instagram at the Gala Fam. We do a lot of social activist things. We do a lot of rallies for a lot of political officials on our channel. Our channel is very different. It's more politically motivated over there, but we still have a great time. And we invite all of you to join the Gala Fam over there as well as over here. And don't forget, we also have a website with a really hopping blog that's super interesting. And we do all the editing and all the creating of all of our artwork and stuff like that ourselves. That is all done by us. And if for some reason we need something else, we do credit it. And so if this is going to be fun. Our other social media. And I said, oh, our website is thegalasisters.com. And our, our YouTube channel is more about like politics and chronic illness and heavy stuff like that. But... This podcast is going to be about pop culture, and we love to watch TV, so it's going to be our reviews on TV shows. Yes, we we love Ryan Murphy, so we're going to be talking a lot about Ryan Murphy-created stuff. Stay tuned for next week, because it's another Ryan Murphy video, or not, I mean, podcast. Yeah, and we will talk to you then. 